I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Live Mike, this Wednesday edition, episode number 106. I'm Lee Lonsberry, your host, and it will be you and me for the next two hours. We'll take a quick break in between. We're going to give way to Dr. Angela Dunn, state epidemiologist, as she will deliver, again, a situational update on the ongoing coronavirus that you and I are battling here shoulder to shoulder right now. It's had quite an impact on our lives, huh? I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and she pointed out this truth, and it's something I'm going to focus on myself personally, and I'm going to see if you and I can work on it together, and that is the importance of humor and laughter. I told a story earlier in the week about a get-together I had with some friends of mine. Don't worry. We were under the, we were under the threshold. There were a few of us enough so that we were adhering still safely to the coronavirus guidelines, and there was a moment when we were all together that we were telling jokes and we were talking about a time when things were a little more lighthearted and fun and carefree and uh, we got laughing and we got laughing more and more you know that kind of laughter when it starts with a chuckle and it slowly moves its way down your body it turns uh, it makes its way to your belly and not long after you can feel the aches in your face muscles and in your ribs and in your and in your abdominal muscles like a full-bodied laugh. Well, I felt that way. I felt that way all day Saturday, and it carried over into Sunday. And then come Monday, I'm reminded of this stress of the coronavirus, and it struck me that uh, I'm not laughing as much as I used to, and that's a bad thing. I don't think uh, it's good for my mental health. I don't think it's good for your mental health. So let's see what you and I can do together over the next little while to see if we can laugh our way through this. I'm going to make a point uh, to bring a little more humor to this program. I'd like to share that with you. Anyway, that's not the point of this segment. What I want to do right now is a little exercise. I'm going to share with you a few names, and I want you to think uh, of the thoughts that come to mind when I say these names to you. Okay, I'll start uh, with a gentleman named Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta. All right, another name, Caitlin Collins. Caitlin Collins. Last name, Jorge Ramos. Jorge Ramos. Those three names again, Jim Acosta, Caitlin Collins, Jorge Ramos. What do you know them for? Why do they stand out in your mind? What thoughts do you associate with those three names? Here's what I associate with those three names. 
Uh, they are all reporters. You got it. Uh, Jim Acosta and Caitlin Collins, both with CNN. Uh, Jorge Ramos with uh, Telemundo and Univision. You got that right. If, that, if, that, if those were your thoughts, you got that right. In my mind, I know them for their feuds with President Donald Trump. Their personal feuds. They are reporters. Their job in the broadcasting industry is to collect and deliver information. And yet I know them because of their feuds with President Donald Trump. They have, uh, in fact, Jim Acosta especially, and, and it seems uh, like Caitlin Collins is attempting to follow in his footsteps, made a uh, career, at least in the past two years or so, of going to battle with the president and making the story about them. Jim Acosta, Caitlin Collins have had their own personal storylines involving the president where credentials were taken away from them. Jorge Ramos was once removed from a press event by the president's staff. These individuals are known not for their reporting, but because of their feud with the president. And for many, there's big business there. There's money to be made. There's prominence to be gained. There is attention to be grabbed. And there was another example of that, which took place this past Monday. A lesser-known reporter with, with a news organization was in attendance during the press conference delivered by the president alongside the assistant director of the uh, Health and Human Services, same gentleman who testified yesterday before members of the United States Senate. But there was a press conference from the Rose Garden just outside the White House where there were Reporters, all of them wearing masks, sitting good, socially uh, distant position from one another. The president sharing much information about testing and the various technologies that the private sector is bringing to bear and our nation's effort to uh, disseminate testing and get that all taken care of. And then there was an exchange towards the end of that press conference. And you heard this exchange here on these airwaves during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news. There was an exchange between this news reporter, who happens to be Asian American, and President Trump. The exchange was about why it's important to compete with the world on the coronavirus test. I'll let you listen, and you can judge for yourself uh, your reaction. And then I'll share you share with you some of the reactions that are making, their, making the rounds uh, on Twitter and on the Internet. Here's the exchange between President Trump and this reporter during the press conference on Monday. Uh, yeah, go ahead, please. You said many times that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Yes. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. See what happened there? He was asked by a reporter a certain question regarding the importance of competing against other nations when it comes to testing. China, famously, was not able to compete on our level when it comes to testing capacity, and it fared very poorly for them. And in my evaluation of this, the president is merely pointing out that very fact. And yet this reporter, as the audio continues, she uh, says, why would you ask me a question like that? Or why would you respond to that question like me, insinuating that there was racism on the part of the president? If you follow the coverage of this story, 
you will notice that the initial question is omitted. What I just did for you is absent from much of the coverage. And that's an unfortunate thing because context is important. And I believe the context of this story involves no racism. And it's lamentable, as you look at the behavior of this reporter here, that she is trying to join the ranks of Jim Acosta, Caitlin Collins, Jorge Ramos in her effort to become the story herself. Now, I don't have time uh, to give you a history lesson on the new form of journalism that folks like Hunter S. Thompson brought to bear, inserting themselves in the story. And we may have all had our own Hunter S. Thompson experiences. Uh, but now is not the time, nor is this the way, to go about reporting the news. We have objective facts that deserve reporting. We have objective facts that need to be reported in the spirit of of safety and health. And these reporters trying to make names for themselves is an unfortunate thing. I don't have time to play this for you right now, but the press secretary at the White House granted an interview to the folks at Fox and Friends, and she said it was certainly lamentable that those reporters would try to make the story about themselves. And I agree with that fact. It is lamentable. If you happen to see a reporter trying to make the story about them these days, know that maybe you are not hearing from a source as reliable as is out there. That's my final thought on that. We're going to take a break. Next up, we're talking about Elon Musk. He's an interesting character, and he may have strong-armed an entire county in California. I'll share with you the details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is KSL News Radio.